It was an honor for me to meet with Anne for an Orange Sox interview. I have known her for many years. She is one of my heroes. Anne has been a tireless advocate who organized a group of moms to create a post-high school program for their children that did not exist previously in her state. Her daughter Chrissy had ataxic cerebral palsy with a seizure disorder. Chrissy lived 33 years and passed away 11 years ago. So Anne, thank you for meeting uh, with me. I appreciate it. When did you find out that uh, Chrissy had some issues? I knew that she was a little slower, but all children are different, and I didn't pay much attention to it until this fellow came to my home to take her picture. And we were a military family, and my husband flies, and he was gone that day, and the fellow came to take her picture, and he said, why can't she hold a book? Why can't she put her arm up to her face or whatever, like I want her to do or whatever? And I said, she can't do that? And he said, she can't do that. And he said, all babies at that age can do it. And she was 10 months old. And I said, okay. And I didn't think much about it, but then I started worrying about it. My concern came. So my bishop was a doctor, a pediatrician at the army hospital where I would go. And so when John came home from flying, I said, John, I want you to call Bishop Kelly up and ask him when he goes to the clinic, would he see Chrissy for her year checkup early? And when he called him, he said, I've been noticing her at church. I'm glad you called. That made me think something's wrong. So when we went in, John was gone flying again, and I was there alone through the, the interview with the doctors. And after we do all the tests on Chrissy, he said, I want you to come in tomorrow and we'll give you the results. So I did, and I was alone again because John was gone for two or three days. And he told me then, he said, Chrissy has a disability, but we do not know how severe it is. And I wasn't real concerned about it, but I called my mother and I said, Mom, the doctors say that Chrissy's got a disability. And she said to me, now don't you worry about it. She says she's a little easygoing, and that's all that's wrong with her. So I didn't worry too much about it. But that's the first Thing that happened and then things came later. When were they able to diagnose what Chrissy's issues were and what were they? She was diagnosed with different things but the final results is when we moved to Tacoma, Washington in the military again and a doctor up there in the hospital up there said this is what's wrong with Chrissy and this is the final one and it was ataxia cerebral palsy with a seizure disorder. Okay. What were your thoughts around that time when, when you got that diagnosis or you know the, the ensuing time after you thought that something was wrong and then had it confirmed with the diagnosis? What were you thinking? The whole time she was such a beautiful baby and a cute little girl. I had a doctor say to me, and again we lived in Illinois at the time because we were a military family, I put her in a little school there. They said to me, I think Chrissy's having seizures. And I said, I haven't seen any yet. And they said, I want you to get a doctor. And so we went to Washington Hospital in St. Louis, Missouri. And this doctor is the one that gave me the best thing in my whole life. And he said to me, I want you to love this little girl. She's beautiful. He said, I want you to take her home, love her. She's going to bring joy to your life. As she grows, she's going to be harder, but your body will adapt to it. You will know exactly what to do for her and just love her and keep her home. Later on, I came back. I wanted to take her to, to another doctor to get 
more results of what I could do for her. And I took her to another doctor and he said to me, I think you need to have a life with your husband, put your daughter in a, a state school and leave her there and you and your husband enjoy your life together. And I said, I don't think I will come back to you again. And I don't think I'm going to recommend you for anybody else. Isn't that awful for me to say? But anyway, I said, no, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do what I've been doing and I'm going to love her and let her bring joy to my life. And you did. I did. For many years. Now she passed away when she was how old? 33. So she was 33 years of age. So you did that for 33 years. You were her, her advocate and, and, her her, advocate. And, and her strength. What was the hard part with your life, with, with, with Chrissy at home for, for 33 years? I cried. I cried a lot because I didn't know what to do next. And I'm a spiritual person. I think she's the one that brought more spirit into my life. I got on my hands and knees a lot and prayed to Heavenly Father to help me to know what I needed to do next. I think the hard part was to take her to things and have everybody look at me and wonder what I'm going to do and what, what I'm going to do next. But she was part of our family and part of my life and, and she was going to be with me everywhere I go. I think the hardest part was when a teacher said to me, and what are you going to do when your little girl's not going to have a program because you kept her home? And I said, she's not going to have a program? No, you kept her home, and so she won't have a program. And I didn't know that. So then I started on my own looking at different programs, and I found out by going to these different programs that she wouldn't have one. So that's when I came home, and I thought, what do I do? I'm just a mom. So I got a hot pink paper out. I didn't have a computer, and I didn't have a cell phone at that time. And I sat here at the table, and I wrote a note. Dear parent, what are you going to do when your child is too old and he's not going to have a program? What are you going to do, parent, when your child doesn't have a place to live because you kept her home? What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about that? Oh, I said, come to a meeting at my house and we'll talk about it. And I rolled up the paper and put a ribbon on it and I took it and put it in everybody's book bag at Creasy's school and another school and I got all these phone calls that they wanted to come to this meeting and I thought, oh boy, now I've got to plan a meeting. <laughs> So that was this, this was the hardest part. Anne did her research and spoke with local and state officials who gave her guidance on what to do to get funding to create a program. And more importantly, she got a group of moms together. I found out that was the hardest thing I've ever done is pulling something together like this because now we're going to lobby and I've never lobbied before and I don't know what I'm doing. And then I joined the legislative coalition and I went to the legislative board and I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. And they laughed at me. That was hard. That was hard when they said, you're never going to get that because your child is too severely disabled. You're not going to get it. And they laughed. And that's when I said to myself, I'll get it. I'm going to do it. I'll get it. And I was determined. So the big word was determination. I will be determined to do for my child, and she's going to have what everybody else has got. That was the big thing. And you were able to accomplish that. I did. You were able to, to get the funding. It was only for three people at first. And then it expanded from there. Mm -hmm. You also had to physically care for Chrissy. She was in a wheelchair, and she required total care. So for 33 years, you provided that. Maybe a, an easier question to answer in some ways. What were the joys of having Chrissy? Oh, she brought so much love to our family. One of the, well, her dad, they, we sang. We sang a lot in our home, and she was brightened up by the music and everything. But she, 
Not only that, the um, the girls in our church made a, did a program for her where they would come in twos, and they I put her in the bean bag, and they would come in and they'd read her a story, and they would sing and put a little tape on and and play music and sing, and then then another girl would come over and play the piano for her, and it brought everybody in around us and so we had our home was full alive even with her it was just it, it was just a lot of joy in our in our neighborhood with the kids and then we had a, a golf cart and it was Chrissy's caddy and so we'd drive around in the caddy and all the kids would jump on and so she brought a lot of life to the ward so what was her impact on your family, her siblings, friends, neighbors, extended family? Well, that's what I was saying. They they all, they all, just loved her. But when here at home, she was included in everything we went. We took her everywhere. We took her on our trips. You told me a story several years ago that I've, I've always remembered about how your daughters used to use Chrissy to screen uh, prospective uh, dates or suitors that were interested in them. Do you remember that story? I think they did. If the, 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 they would come in and if she smiled at him or something, then that they would date him. <laughs> <laughs> So Chrissy was was the screener sure. for the uh -huh. for the boys that were going to date your daughters. Mm -hmm. I think that's and if she didn't if she didn't look at him kind of weird, then they didn't really want to go out with them again. That's that's <laughs> that's a funny story. So if I came to you, knowing that I had a, a child that had a similar diagnosis, but I was new to this, and I just got this diagnosis, and I were to ask you for advice, what advice would you give me? I think she would be hurting and she wouldn't know what to do. And I think I would probably say to her to love that child and give it a try. Don't let anything spoil you from, just do everything you can. Every child is different. Every disability is different. Some are harder than others. Mine was hard in a different way than what some of my other friends were. And I would say never, never, never give up. Very good. Any final words? Was it worth it? Yes. I have no regrets, none, because uh, since I have done what I've done and, and lobbied and did all I did, I've had people come to me and watch me and they, they just couldn't believe all the things that I did, but I couldn't have done it without my Heavenly Father. Thank you.